I'm Stephen. And I'm Kevin. And in today's episode of the Stephen and Kevin Show, we're going to cover delegating your social media, what exactly is sourcing names, and how to go about embedding video on your blog. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Stephen and Kevin Show. And today, our first question comes from at Matt Logan Inc. And his question is Do most advisors who use social media successfully manage it themselves or have a team member do it? Thank you for the question, Matt. Yeah. Uh, you, you hit on something here of people who are using social media successfully. And that's something we're trying to figure out in our research. We don't like to research advisors in general, about social media, because you never really find out, is it working, is it not? Mm-hmm. We want to separate those who are truly bringing in business. We call them influencers, and we like to separate those from everybody else. Now, when it comes to this topic, our research was clear on this. 89% of influencers manage their own social media efforts. 7% manage it with the help from an assistant. 2% outsource it to another organization. And 2% are in the other category. Yeah, who knows what the other category is exactly. But um, the stat really speaks for itself that the majority of influencers, a fancy title for advisors who bring in business with social media, are doing it themselves. And, you know, for me, from my perspective, I like advisors who really do it themselves. Yeah. And, and as we were having some internal debate about this this morning, we were, we were talking about this. And to us, it wasn't so much black and white of, do you have to manage it entirely yourself or does it have to be fully delegated? It really depends on the network and the task at hand. That's true. So, Kevin, uh, I, I, I'm going to throw some of these at you, Kevin. These are some broader categories, and I want your input. Kevin uh, Kevin hates when I call him this, but he's the world's foremost expert on social media for financial advisors. <laughs> it bugs him when I say that, but I believe it. It's better so than uh, guru or wizard guru, or anything like guru. that. I think wizard is uh, a good one, too. So let me, let me throw these to you, Kevin. So when it comes to things, and this is across social networks, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Uh, the big outs- three. Yeah, so uh, delegate or not, Kevin, connecting with people that you know. I think in terms of connecting in, in the beginning, like the initial stages of connecting, I think you probably could delegate that. I mean, making sure you, know, you have someone on your team go through and connect with all clients or all centers of influence and you could create the list for them. Ongoing, it's probably something that you want to do on a regular basis, something that you look at on a weekly basis and think about who have I met recently? Um, are they on Twitter? Um, should I be, you know, am I, do I have a good enough relationship to connect on Facebook? Uh, do I connect with them on LinkedIn? And I think it's something that you need to do internally eventually. But up front, if you're getting started with LinkedIn, it's nice to have a helper in terms of you've got two or 300 clients to look through individually and find. Uh, That takes some effort. Yeah, as opposed, and you don't want to necessarily just upload that list to LinkedIn, right? And then please don't. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Please don't. So uh, posting, Kevin. Posting. Delegate or not. Posting to me, I mean, if you're curating content from other sources and you have someone on your team or you work with an organization that really understands financial services and what you're trying to do from maybe a thematic posting each month. Um, you probably could outsource it, but Let, I think... Let's backtrack on that one, Kevin. So yeah. cu- curating content from other sources. Yeah, you what? like that? You like what that? You, Does it sound fancier on. than it is? Give it, give it to us Basically, a you know, you don't have to create all your content on social media. I mean, there's definitely some value in finding other relevant sources that are very credible and you know, sourcing those sources and posting them through social media. I think there's certain um, social media icons like Guy Kawasaki and stuff. I mean, he built his his whole network on curating content. Mm. So you don't necessarily have to 
be you know be all original content but here's what i'm gonna say if you're gonna delegate that one it better be someone who really understands the message that you're trying to put out the voice you're trying to put out because that's a dangerous one to delegate you bet interacting with your contacts delegate or not i'm not a big fan of delegating this one not a big fan. I agree, Kevin, because if you're interacting with people, whether they're clients or prospective clients, you may have seen them recently. Mm-hmm. They may be somebody you haven't spoken to in many, many years. I mean, a lot of the relationship dictates the type of interaction you might have online. Yep. I, I agree. I Absolutely. Profile management, delegate or not? Profile management, I think that's something you could delegate uh, in terms of making sure your profiles are up to date, looking at that maybe on a six-month time period every now and then, making sure that you're, you're relevant online. I think you could definitely delegate that one. But again, it, it, whether you're delegating, delegating it to assistant or a team member or you hire an outside organization to do it, they need to understand financial services. They need to be intimately working with you on a regular basis so they're not disconnected because that's an issue. If you're working with a firm, you're trying to outsource some of this stuff and they're disconnected from what you're doing on a day-to-day basis because they're a social media expert and they don't understand financial services, I think you're making a mistake. And lastly, most importantly, prospecting. Can you delegate it? Wow. Um... I guess it depends upon the type of prospecting. If we're going more like one-to-one style LinkedIn or if we're creating content with lead capture forms. But I think more like one-to-one style LinkedIn, I don't think you delegate that. No, no, I'm going to give it to you straight uh, 100%. Don't (laughs) delegate it. No. Right. Uh, The only caveat being that if you have a cold prospecting strategy, look for an article we just wrote on that uh, coming out this week on wealthmanagement.com. Really detailed article. Check that out. Yeah. Um, But aside from that, Everybody should be managing their own prospecting. First of all, you should be prospecting on social networks, uh, and that's not something you can delegate. It really, you know, you know who it is in the community you want to be doing business with. You know the types and, and the qualifiers. Uh, manage that yourself. And, so, and look, there are a handful of firms out there right now who do a good job. And if you want to outsource some of your social media, and they'll work with you, you know, hold your hand through that process. There are some that do it. You just need to make sure that they're the right people, and you need to do your homework with them. And they should be working with you and, see, and talking to you on a regular basis if they're really under social. Such a personal thing, and they they need to be meeting with you on a regular basis. So our next question on the Stephen and Kevin show today came from an email, and the email says, you you talk a lot about sourcing names in your content. What exactly is sourcing names? And when we got this question, Kevin, we thought, oh, they're exactly right. We dropped that name and that term around pretty often, and we fully get what it means. We use it very Um, assumptively, yeah, that people understand what we're talking about. But it's, uh, it's essentially, in its most dumbest down form, uncovering contacts of your contacts. So I know if yeah. Kevin cycles with Jim, I've sourced Jim's name. He's somebody linked to my client, Kevin. Yeah, it, it's conversations that you have strategically to uncover people that they know in their network. You said it beautifully, Stephen. But it's something that, you know, the reason we love sourcing names is because it's great fuel for introductions. Well, and that's the, the differentiator between the old school referral approach and today's uh, better approach, which, uh, you know, popularized by Matt Oxley on asking for personal introductions. It's the fact that I know of Jim and I ask you to introduce me to Jim. I'm not saying who do you know who has money, who you wouldn't uh, mind uh, putting in front of me, Kevin. Who has a few bucks to rub together that you bucks. know. <laughs> <laughs> and I give you this right here. Yeah. Who do you know, Kevin? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a different type of approach. And in order to ask for introductions, you have to have source names. Now, obviously LinkedIn's great for sourcing names and some social media, but we, we can do it through conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Broader than that, everybody yeah. ought to be able to do it conversationally. You and every team member ought to have the skill of sourcing names. Mm-hmm. And, and this is nothing more than 
for you personally. Most every advisor out there watching this, listening to our podcast, by the way, we've got a podcast now on iTunes, Ooh. so check it out. Yeah, we should um, we should put you know, something uh, that pops up here that says podcast that you can link to. Yeah, so <laughs> if, you're, uh, if you're following any of that, um, you are probably pretty good at having conversations with your clients about what's going on in their life. We're all pretty good at that. You're in a people business. If you're not uh, good at that, you're one of the very rare few in this business who are not. Hey, Stephen, what have you been up to? How are yeah. things going? You, you know, know you've yeah. still been playing a lot of golf. How you know? How's your golf game? We have uh, those conversations every how day. How was your garden this year? You taking any vacations? I know how much you guys like like going to Europe. Um, any of those things, you're good at it. And what we have to condition ourselves to do is to go another step further and ask some who questions. Who'd you go on that trip with? Yeah. Who else is going to Paris? Uh, who'd you play golf with out at uh, XYZ course with? I always think Dr. Seuss. Shoot? I always think Dr. Seuss when you say who questions, but um, who, um, but, but yeah, you're exactly right. A step further, asking the who questions, that's how you source names. And then you take note of that, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and that, there's nothing complex about that at all. And, and if we told you today, you know, gun to your head mentality, go out and source names in every conversation, you'd get it done and mm-hmm. it wouldn't be very tough. How many people do that day to day in the, in the advisory space? Extremely few. Yeah. And it takes a commitment to it. It takes a process, but we think everybody should be doing it. So when you're talking to your assistant about this, make sure he or she is fully aware of the intention. It's not for them to be a salesperson. It's for them to extend the conversation periodically. Love it. So that is sourcing names. And our final question coming in today via hashtag ask Stephen and Kevin is from David Johnstone at Georgian Wealth. And he says, Embedded video looks like a great compliment to my blog post. What are some do's and don'ts? Fantastic question. And, uh, you know, I, for, first, I know, Stephen, you did a little bit of research here on video and I did uh, I, forecasting because, the, the growth of video here, too. Well, because people throw that term around loosely that, you know, video is taking over the content networks and on and on. But, you know, this was a good study I found by Cisco. And it said, this is a projection for 2019. So take that into effect. By 2019, it would take each individual over 5 million years to watch the amount of video that will cross the global networks each month. So it would take you 5 5 million years to watch the amount of video that crosses the network in in one month. Yeah, that was a head-blown kind of moment. By 2019, consumer internet traffic will be 80% of all consumer internet traffic, up from 64% in 2014. So 64% last year will be up to 80% by 2019. Uh, and by the way, last year also, internet to uh, internet to TV doubled in 2014. So wow. uh, if you weren't aware stuff. of this trend already, you're now aware you know, that video has taken over. And, um, and I, th- I think it's because videos, it, it, one, it, it's a fantastic form of communication. It's the next best thing to being like face-to-face with someone. I mean, that's why we're doing this video here. We have a podcast, but we also do it via video. Um, also, it's so easy to shoot, right? I mean, I think with, with our phones nowadays, we can shoot videos. So I think just... I think that's definitely contributing to the growth of it. It's so much easier to get done nowadays. Well, take, for example, Matt's new series, The Affluent Sales Minute. You can check it out on YouTube. You know, uh, 60 to 90 seconds, roughly, of him shooting himself with his iPhone. And it comes across just fine. You get the point. It doesn't have to be. I think that's one of the bigger trends, Kevin, is not having things that are overly scripted and produced like it used to be. If you're going to do a video, you better get out your best suit. 
you better hire a studio. You get get to the. <laughs> Did you like this a little? Uh, yeah. Look, yeah. You, you better get to a studio. Yeah. You better practice that script. I can remember doing some of these here, and and we would be a big production. You pay a videography crew to come in. I know. You'd practice that script, and it'd be a big day. Now we're back here all the time. It feels like, but but back then it was a big deal. Very script, and we got the message across. But we find it more interesting personally to watch things that are a little bit more off the cuff. Yeah, a little, a little live. I mean, and even the trend with a lot of the newer social media apps is going to be, you know, whether you're looking at, you know, Periscope right now, which we are, you know, streaming right now through Periscope or Meerkat. I mean, it's live. It's unedited. Now, we edit a little bit for this show. We like we, we do sure. that for this. Um, but here's going back to the question here. Um, I think the first thing you need to think about is what is your goal with this video? What are we trying to do? Is it shareability? Is that the goal? Is it a, more of a lead capture? Is it, uh, we like to talk about the concept of content upgrades, which is, you know, you have your blog post and then to get a little bit additional info on this particular topic, here's a video. So it, it adds value to the blog. Is it not just a repeat of the blog? I think you have to think about that first, right? Well, yeah, and it is the goal, you know, you hear the, the term viral, you know, is your term, is your, are you trying to go viral? And by the way, if your videos on financial planning or investment management, <laughs> good luck in going yeah. viral. Yeah. By the way, it, I mean, it, 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 it's uh, we sometimes cringe at hearing that term. Kevin, take this one viral. Uh, I've heard it a couple times, uh, and it's one of those things where it just like to me that says someone doesn't really understand how video works. Nowadays. Yeah, but you know, part of it is you do want it to be shared. Let's just be realistic about how far your financial planning video might be shared, yes. or your yes. identity theft video, yes. how far it might be, and might how be going. easy it is to share. Are yeah. you trying to get subscribers via YouTube? Like, what what is your goal here with this video? And forgetting about all that for the moment, you want to be thinking about what would be something that's interesting that I could talk about that would be useful to my clients mm-hmm. first and foremost, because that's who's going to be sharing it. Yeah, it's not going to be people. You're right. Uh, you know, across the globe, forwarding this around because it's so compelling. Centers of influence, maybe. Yeah, pe- yeah. just but you want to think like, what is it that would be really helpful? So, kind of throw out the window any of the the more generic stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, even though it's totally helpful and totally needed, by the way. Uh, if we talked in general in every one of our podcasts about. Uh, the basics of our research on client acquisition. Boring. It would be, kinda, it would be totally practical, but it'd be boring. Yeah, boring. Um, so we want to get into the subsets. How do you host intimate events? What role does Twitter play? Those kind of things that yeah. liven it up. And the same in your space. If you're on there and you bring in an expert on uh, loyalty programs with airlines and credit cards, it's not your sweet spot, but maybe have a guest uh, interview. It's interesting. Yeah, and so when it comes to recording it, let's talk about some of the mechanics behind this. So so you decided, okay, I'm, you know, my goal here is shareability, maybe. Uh, I'm going to uh, shoot something that's in addition to my blog, a little deeper. Hey, if you want to learn more about this topic, I shot a quick video on it. Um, when it comes to the mechanics of shooting video, there's a lot of different directions you could go here. Like you could just do raw video, right? We could do our phone if we wanted to, and we wanted that that feel of just raw, unedited style video. We could also do a little bit of production. Mm-hmm. We could do it in-house. Senior advisors set up a studio in their, in their office where they're shooting videos, but they, maybe they had someone come in in the beginning to help them get, get it set up. And that's a good right. point. You know, Many of you might be feeling a little bit intimidated. If you're not familiar with video and cameras and all that stuff, uh, don't worry about it. I mean, th- th- we, we would rather you start it with an iPhone than not start it at all. I agree. And if yep. you feel obligated to do it in a really professional context, most of you have conference rooms that would be perfect for this. You set up the camera on one end. We felt people do it with our meager knowledge of this topic. Uh, and you sit at the other and you do the video. You record it with a nice camcorder. And if you uh, feel a little bit intimidated by that, bring somebody in. Hire an expert on videography to come in and consult with you on the best way to set it up, produce it, and then ultimately share it via 
YouTube or any of the other video hosting sites out there. We won't bore you with all of the details on this kind of stuff. But it's it it is uh, you know many people put this off because they see it as a big hurdle. Let's do video. Yeah. But believe me, the video wave is continuing to happen, and you're either in front of it. Or you're behind it. Can we talk just a second about hosting? Oh, I know you didn't want to talk about hosting, but I think it makes a big difference. If so, you're looking for a time to catch <laughs> it. Uh, look, it. I mean, if, if your goal is, is the more of the shareability kind of aspect and, and getting subscribers, obviously you're going to go more of like a YouTube route. Um, if your goal is to capture leads with your video, there's a great site called Wistia that'll host your video, allow you to have calls to action in your video, allow you to capture emails. I think Wistia is one of the leaders in that space right now. It's a fantastic hosting. Yeah, and what you'll find, there there are programs uh, that can help you in hosting it, programs (laughs) that can help you in editing this stuff. Oh, great point. Absolutely great point. Uh, Candidio. Candidio, you can upload raw video. They will produce it for you. Fantastic monthly service. And if you're, you know, again, this is one of those things. This part can be delegated. If you have somebody in your office who's fairly technical, they are in charge of video. You might be in charge of the content, but they're in charge of the video, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So. so thanks for joining us today. Uh, if you have a question, use the hashtag Ask Stephen and Kevin. We're happy to answer your questions. If you use it as Ask Kevin and Stephen, you'll get some kind of redirect. Computer may blow <laughs> your question up. will get answered immediately if you do that. <laughs> so, anyway. But, uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. Enjoyed it.